there's nothing deeper than being able to help people yeah. and being good at helping people, yeah. I feel, which is probably why you feel when you train people and you're actually literally seeing the fruits of your training yeah. come to light and improving their lifestyle and just their life in general, mm -hmm. that's a powerful thing. Mm -hmm. And that's a powerful thing when other people see that in you, which is probably why, you know, a brand like Canadian Protein has been successful because mm -hmm. I am very passionate about that brand yeah. improving the lives of our customers. Yeah, yeah. Because in in the supplement industry in particular, especially in like historically, it was plagued with a lot of companies that were just trying to cheap out on ingredients mm -hmm. or putting fillers in, like. <clears throat> Um, I like fitness like health and fitness is such a huge part of my life I'd probably say it's the foundation of my life and a lot of things are built around that and in health and fitness I believe like supplementation is very important right I wouldn't say it's I feel, I feel like nutrition is like the is the main center but supplementation is very important I think that I wouldn't have been able to get to where I am if it wasn't for like proper supplementation yeah. and a lot of companies uh, will cheap out on ingredients or that don't, are like lying on their labels or whatever it is, which then is end up cheating the end consumer who's yeah. trying to use these products to improve their lives, yeah. right? And I think um, one thing that we were talking about earlier was the whole concept of that when you were like beginning to build Canadian protein, you were focused on just building a very trustworthy and reliable yeah. company that's gonna be producing um, consistent quality of products. Of course, I knew from the onset that that was going to be my mission yeah. in that brand because I didn't have the advertising and marketing dollars mm -hmm. to be able to even, f I, want, I don't want to say falsely market, but to advertise mm -hmm. to ma the masses about a product right. that may or may not have worked or may or may not have been correct. Mm -hmm. dosage-wise or you know formulation-wise. So I knew from the onset that the only way for me to gain market share was to gain the trust of consumers right. from producing quality, trustable product. And that same principle can be applied to any of these listeners across any any uh, opportunity that they're pursuing, whether it is in other businesses, whether it's in real estate, whether it is in the arts, if they're a singer or if they are an artist or if they're, whatever industry that they're in, if they're trying to produce consistent, reliable and trustworthy outcomes mm -hmm. with the ultimate intention of caring for the end consumer, mm -hmm. a huge thing that has stood out to me that what you said is that you wanna make products that your mom, that your daughter, that your your sister, brother, anyone in your family are going to be consuming. And that same approach to any business is going to be important. If you are a realist, if you're a working in real estate and you're just trying to take advantage of every single one of the people that are living in your buildings, you're not going to be a long-term success, like no. a successful long-term investor. Whereas if you're trying to uh, truly care for and take care of the people that are living in your buildings and treating the properties as if you were living in them in, sure. in there yourself, that, then you'll have better long-term success. And that was exactly the approach that I took with Canadian protein yeah the first customers of that brand were my friends and family right so how am I going to be able to sell a brand mm -hmm. or sell an idea or a product to my friends and family and know in my mind mm -hmm. that it's inferior product right I, I can't do it I ethically cannot do it yeah in terms of real estate you know when I started my real estate company same around the same time back in 2008 2009 
the approach that I took was because the market was so depressed back mm -hmm. then, my goal was to produce product. I refer to my real estate as product in, in a sense of- Boxes on land. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My product with regards to real estate, I knew that everyone else in the market was not producing product mm -hmm. at the same quality that I was going to produce mm -hmm. in order to attract a better tenant yeah a long lasting tenant yeah and a better overall experience mm -hmm. so i would rehab my units just above what people would expect mm -hmm. in the market yeah i'd offer it for the same because cost. also if you were like renovating it to like a luxury standard you'd actually be cutting out people as like sure. as, as possible tenants sure so that you were trying to find what the market um kind of asked of yep. a place and you were just trying to improve it just a little bit more to have a higher quality of course, there. because there were so many there was there was a, a gluttony of units on the on mm -hmm. the market at that point in time so how would I, how did I, how can i differentiate my units from right. the market that was really what i started to see was okay yeah. well i'm going to offer a better landlord tenant experience yeah i'm going to offer a better product yeah and it worked